Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The lights are out. Curry gets it. The lights go out. The game is over. And we're here to pick up the pieces. This is Warriors Wrap Up on 95.7 The Game. Curry off the screen, can't get free. Again, another back cut, gets the ball. Finds inside oh. Iguodala, behind the back to Porter for the lay-in! <laughs> that was special. That was sweet by Andre. Wow. One of Andre Iguodala's six assists on the evening as the Golden State Warriors go on and win it with a final score. Of 113 to 98. Hi again, everybody, and welcome to Warriors Wrap-Up. This is Dan Devon. The Warriors now 15-2 and two at home. They go to 25-6 and six overall as they return back to the, the friendly confines and doing it again shorthanded without the likes of Andrew Wiggins, and they did not have Mr. Porter as well. But listen, if you want some empathy on the part of the Sacramento Kings or anybody in the NBA, you ain't going to get it. Sacramento without six players tonight, including De'Aaron Fox and no Davion Mitchell, as COVID is clearly ravaging not only the NBA, not only the United States and the world, but as it pertains within the context of how we see things, certainly in professional sports, when it comes to the Warriors, the NBA, the San Francisco 49ers, who luckily have been able to evade things and the NFL. As I talked about, the Warriors come up winners tonight, and they do it behind defense. And when you talk about defense, it's Draymond Green, who also chipped in things offensively. Draymond, how about the slash line this evening? 11, 10, and 16 as he goes off for 16 points to go along with the 10 assist and 11 rebounds. That's his third triple-double on the evening. And as we know, or on the season, I should say, Draymond sets the table defensively. In really what was sort of a lethargic game throughout, I mean, the Warriors built this 15-point lead, and in a third quarter, which they typically own throughout the season, especially at home, that was not the case tonight as they get outscored convincingly in that third quarter by the Sacramento Kings, and the Kings actually would take a two-point advantage, but the Warriors able to finish and finish strong. The Warriors in this game started the kid, Jonathan Kaminga. Kaminga coming off his 26th performance in that game against Toronto in the last game, of course, the getaway game on the end of that road trip in which the Warriors decided to rest just about everybody. So everybody wanted to see what the kid could do, and he delivered, quite frankly, in sort of a weird atmosphere, right? It was sort of like a scrimmage. And Jonathan Kaminga looking to build off of that. One thing was an area of concern was, of course, the one rebound 
in the 36 minutes of play. He got the start tonight and, however, would not return despite scoring one bucket as Jonathan Kaminga experiencing lower back pain. So he did not return to the Warriors, and thankfully they did not need him. And this is, again, a testament to who this team is. By the way, if you want to hit us up on the text line, you know the drill. It's 888-957-9570. We will open up the phone lines as well. That's 888-957-9570 if you want to talk about the Warriors' latest win. 113-98 over the Sacramento Kings as Golden State, now 25-6 and overall. But we talk about the Warriors coming back home in a game against Sacramento. That Listen, it's way too early to say that this is a must-win or you need to win. But it would have been nice. And, of course, they delivered tonight because the schedule gets a little sticky from here on out, at least over the next week, as the Warriors now have to take on Memphis, one of the few teams that was able to beat them this year. Not only that, but beat the Golden State Warriors rather handedly at home earlier this year, in which the Warriors blew a huge lead in that one as well. Then, on that'll be on Thursday, then coming up on Christmas Day, it's off to Phoenix to take on the Suns' nationally televised audience as they'll do that on December 25th. And then it's a home-and-home against the Denver Nuggets. The Nuggets laboring a bit, still a better team. Some of the top half teams in the Western Conference, and that, of course, is the Denver Nuggets. And they are led by one of the NBA's best in the Joker, Nikola Jokic, who last year, of course, was the MVP. And quite frankly, I know Steph in these parts, season was to end today. Give the hard word to Steph Curry. He's your MVP with Kevin Durant and the in a close second, Giannis, I guess, is in third as of right now. There's still so much meat on the bones, so much basketball to be played. I'll tell you what, Jokic, the Joker, just look at his numbers because this guy is delivering, and it's scary what he's doing, his percentage from the floor, his rebounding, and, of course, what he does probably better than anything else, and that is the ability to pass the basketball and the assist. Speaking of assists, Draymond was big tonight, Otto Porter. You needed somebody to come off the bench. You needed role players to step up tonight. Porter, along with a host of other Golden State Warriors, he had 12 points and was good defensively. The Warriors had one, two, three, four, five, six players in double digit, and that's exactly what you need, right? On a night, quite frankly, where Steph didn't shoot it well. And I know that the barometer and the, the ceiling is so high with this guy that he finishes with 30 points. We talk about him having an off shooting night. And... To take it a step further, Steph hasn't really shot it well from three-point distance the entire year. So we're waiting for that on switch for him to put up Steph-type numbers. Again, the bar is so high with this guy, he finishes with 30, and I'm underlining the fact that he didn't shoot well from three-point territory. 888-957-9570. Let's kick things off and go out uh, and get our first caller, and we'll talk a little about uh, what's going on with the Golden State Warriors. What's up, my man? Ronan, are you there? Oh, yeah, I'm here. Sorry. Ronan, what do you have? Welcome to the show. Uh, hi. Um, I called last game I was here. I don't know if you remember me, but I made a promise that I'd call you the next game I went to. <laughs> well, thanks for fulfilling the promise, Ronan. What else you got? And, and I appreciate it. It gets awfully lonely here in the studio. So, Ronan... Climb a chair and, and strap on some headsets and let's go. All right, cool. Um, I was just going to say, yeah, it was a great game. Um, again, the um, Steelers pulled it off. But, uh, sorry, Warriors. I don't know. 
Is that is that dad but, standing um, by? But that was. I, I must say the Kings played a better game than I had expected. And I wonder how it was. And, and I was wondering again if uh, there, I saw Draymond holding um, his jaw when he went into the locker room early. I was wondering if. Everything's okay with him. Yeah, everything's okay with Draymond. Jaw's okay, and we appreciate it, Ronan and Dad. I think Dad's got the assist there. Ronan, you call back anytime, and there's a seat for you here at 95.7 The Game. Draymond was okay and better than okay tonight. As I mentioned, he comes up with his third triple-double on the season, and he set the tone defensively. You know, and I talk about with Steph having sort of an off-shooting night, and if this is a year ago, where we just witnesses one trick pony and the one-dimensional team that were the Golden State Warriors, if Steph isn't shooting it well, and if Steph is even at 30 points, I don't know if that's enough to win because they did not have the supporting cast. This year, they have so many players, and it seems as though it's a different guy just about each and every night. I talked about Otto Porter. We can go. GP2 was huge again tonight with the energy and with the defense, Juan Toscano Anderson coming off the bench was giant as well. And Andre Iguodala, the veteran, and one of those guys that, again, you look at the stat line, although he got into double digits, had six assists and the 10 points, but it just what he means to this team as far as quarterback in the club, running pace, moving the basketball, he was able to hit his threes. You just feel it's that sense of security, right, when he's healthy and on this basketball team. And I know they talked about this during the broadcast, and I just want to reiterate that you need this guy. You need him for the duration. You just want to make sure that he's upright, healthy, and good to go during the postseason and in the latter stages of the campaign. So, listen, if he dings a knee, you err on the side of caution. Andre Guadalla, you want a week off? You want two weeks off? We can do that now because we're in December. In fact, January, take your time. February. Rest as well. I need Andre Guadal. You need players like that and the leadership and all the intangibles that he provides when you get into the postseason. I talked about the bench. You know, Gary Payton II. I was calling him Little Gary, and then everybody was blowing me up here on the phone lines, and I was getting text messages saying, do not call him Little Gary. I got that from his old man, GP, the original Gary Payton. That's right. GP would refer to him as Little Gary, but I guess he can do that when he's your son, right? But Gary Payton II, this guy just, you know, I talked about getting him some more playing time. I know it's difficult to do because he's limited and everybody's playing a role here. And, you know, who do you take minutes away from? But this is not just, you know, this isn't a novelty act, right? This isn't just some guy that comes in and occasionally he dunks a basketball. Just about every time, the plus and minus on this guy when he's on the floor the high energy and what he does as far as locking guys up and creating turnovers defensively. That's how you unlock this team, right? It all starts defensively. Things have not changed in terms of the ingredients and the recipe to win with the Golden State Warriors. Going back to the days of Mark Jackson and with Steve Kerr, right on through their championship run, it starts on defense. We always get lost with a three-point shooting. We get lost with what Kevin Durant can do offensively. None of that, none of that is provided or none of that is available unless you create the opportunity defensively because the Warriors, in order to be effective, need to get out and run. How do you run? Well, you pull rebounds and you get turnovers. And GP2 does that, and he does that at a point now where it's so consistent, I would consider giving him 
much, much more run as the season goes on. I talked about the Warriors being shorthanded again without the likes of Andrew Wiggins and no Jordan Poole, so you know that the numbers have to come from somewhere. And obviously, if Steph's having the 30 points, which is something that you can bank on, but somebody else has got to step up. And Draymond Green, you know, he was, and throughout the season, we're seeing him a little bit more assertive as far as making his mind up and going to the rim and shooting the basketball. And tonight, again, 16 points on a night where you needed it. Otto Porter with the 12, Iguodala with the 10, GP2 with the 12. That's big for the Golden State Warriors. It's got to be dispersed, and it's got to be distributed throughout. And that's exactly what they were able to do today. And here's the thing about COVID, right? As it ravages this country and in the NBA and in the NFL and professional sports, as well as just about everybody we know, there's that six degrees of separation. I'm sure you out there that are listening tonight either know of somebody or maybe yourself have experienced COVID. It's going to be a battle of attrition like never before. The NBA season always is when you're talking about 82 games this year. Rest assured that players will go down. And it's not just relegated to the Golden State Warriors. And so everybody is going to take these sort of hits. And if you're the Golden State Warriors right now, I don't know where we've seen the end of it. I, I, you would like to think it's just relegated to two guys. But just be prepared. Be prepared for the worst. And the worst being that if you lose multiple players this season more than any other, the Warriors are prepared to handle it. Now, listen, if you lose guys where, you know, those guys that that took off and headed back to the Bay Area and didn't play in Toronto, if it gets to that level, yeah, you're in trouble. But if you're losing a couple of players here and there, it's going to be a challenge. But the Warriors are so well distributed now in terms of their scoring balance that they're more prepared to handle it this year than certainly last year and in previous seasons. Thankfully, COVID has only been over the last two years. But I don't think that we've seen the last of it as it pertains to the Golden State Warriors. And it's not just the Warriors. It's something that we have to live through and deal with in 2021. And that is COVID and that is players missing games. So what do you do when these guys go out? Well, you need next man up. And nobody does that better right now in terms of depth than that of the Golden State Warriors. Back out to the phone line, 888-957-9570. Mike joins us in the city. Mike, what's going on? And welcome to the show. Yeah, what's up? Uh, yeah, like you said, uh, with this COVID uh, issue breaking out, uh, the strength in numbers uh, mentality is going to have to be a major factor. And tonight, uh, luckily, uh, GP2 has been so reliable all year. Otto Porter as well. Iggy, uh, love, we're going to need some more offensive production. Uh, defensively, we know we can do, but with the inconsistencies of guys being out, uh, if we can get to, you know, around 8 to 10 points out of him, that would, that would be huge for him, like, like tonight, uh, getting out in transition, breaking out open. We're going to get the, the big numbers from Curry. Draymond, hey, when, we, when he scores double digits, I think the Warriors are nearly unbeatable. So I love that he's finding his shot, his rhythm. We need him to be more of an offensive weapon, just not a just a, a, a decoy and teams playing off him. If he's a threat offensively, that makes the Warriors even more dangerous. And so I think with this mentality of the Warriors and with his depth and bench, we got. I think they should be okay because it's going to ravage, like you like you said, teams across the league. So another big test out there um, Thursday night against Memphis. Um, I don't know if John Morant's going to play or not, but I'm going to be out there. Memphis is a tough team, man. They're one of the few teams that really give them the, the Warriors a, a lot of issues and trouble. So 
it's going to be a very interesting matchup because they like to grind it out, slow you down, and the Warriors want to move the pace and up-tempo, especially at Chase when that place is rocking, especially when Curry's going off. So can't wait. Good win tonight against a, a very pesky Sacramento team, and uh, can't wait for Thursday because uh, Memphis is one of those teams that always uh, gives a sense of the Warriors' issues. Thanks. Yeah, you're right, Mike. The Warriors don't like playing Memphis because of styles, right? If you're a boxing fan, they always talk about how styles make fights. You know, you go back to the days. I don't know if you're a Tyson fan. Tyson would lock. He could, he could handle everybody back in the day, but not Evander Holyfield. Because Evander Holyfield had a style and a jab and a right cross. It just didn't fit well in terms of what it is that Tyson wanted to do, which basically was brawl and just, you know, hook the heck out of you. As it relates to the Golden State Warriors, Memphis is a team that mucks it up, man. They're ugly. And, and they get enough from John Moran, who is an emerging star. I forget about emerging. He's a star in this league. But they're a team that defensively, they can lock up the Warriors. Matchups, you know, they can match up with Golden State, as we saw last year, in their opportunity to move on to the playoffs. And it was Memphis that got in the way. And Memphis rebuked them in their only appearance this year. It is not a good matchup for the Golden State Warriors. So we'll find out what happens on Thursday. But rest, you know, this is something that you can take to the bank. That the Warriors know they're good, right? You can sense the confidence. And you can feel it within the players and the core of that team that they've returned to where they were a couple of years ago. And that is of NBA championship caliber. So anybody that beat them with significance last year to end their season and then beat them in the rematch earlier this year, you know that the Warriors very few times this year will put an asterisk, maybe two of them next to somebody in a regular season game. Well, Memphis, the Warriors are coming for you. And I'd be very surprised if the Warriors don't put it on Memphis and make a statement. Now, again, it all depends on who's available. Sometimes, you know, at this juncture of the campaign and as we deal with COVID, sometimes it's not about making a statement. It's it's simply just getting through and picking up a victory. Because as a... As you look at the Warriors and the outlook and the prospects of playing without key players, again, it is all about their depth. And speaking of key players in depth, Damian Lee. You know, he's so forgettable because that's who Damian Lee is. And that's not a knock on him, but that is the sort of player that is treasured by Steve Kerr. So is Chioza. Chioza's another guy that, you know, we'll start and we'll break down Kavon Looney and we'll talk about everybody else before we, Jonathan Kamingo, Otto Porter, Iguodala, Payton, Toscano, Bialitza, before we get to someone like a Chioza, before we even talk about a Damian Lee. They, their games lack the flash, but they are part of the glue, right? They're glue guys. That's how you win in the NBA is that you – you have that, that collective unit where everybody plays their roles. And somebody like Chioza doesn't turn the ball over. He's solid. And then Damian Lee, who does everything. He defends well. He has that length and that width out on a wing that is so desired in the NBA. And he's a two-way player. And he rebounds. And he knows exactly what to do in terms of spacing and ball distribution. And Damian Lee tonight had a huge game. In fact, he was the second-leading scorer with 18 points. And look, it's taken me this long. I'm 20 minutes into the show, and I've talked about just about everybody except Damian Lee. And I think he only missed one or two shots on the entire night, and he finished with five rebounds. Now, Damian Lee is another guy that has not shot it well this year. Now, he's, I think he's like a career 33 34% three-point shooter, but he hasn't shot it well from three-point territory, and especially 
on this recent road trip. So while he's a glue guy and will do all those other things, it's nice to get some offense, right? That sort of gravy. That's just tacking on to everything else he does. And he is such a better player and so much more valuable when he becomes a threat from behind the stripe as he was tonight. And the only knock I would – it's not a knock because you don't know. Like, GP2 is so early in his career that I'm not about to label him as a guy that can't shoot threes. But that's the only area. Like, if there's one area if that guy could improve or at least show some level of consistency where he's shooting threes and doing it with some level of regularity, think about his value to the team. (laughs) Think about what – there's no way you can tell me you're going to deny GP2 playing time because I think he's already getting taken off the floor a little bit prematurely. I'd like to see him on there for another two or three minutes. But if he starts to learn to shoot from behind the stripe, he has earned his minutes because he's doing too many other things extraordinarily well for him not to play well, for him not to play more. But that's, you know, that's all about repetition. And it's all about this guy shooting it more. You know, and I talk about this Golden State Warrior team and the infusion of youth. And Jonathan Kimminger just wanted to revisit J.K. for a moment because I know everybody's excited about this guy. And let's face it, there ain't nobody on that Warrior team that looks like him. You know, you have a lot of good players. You have a lot of good players in this league. But when he walks on the floor, that's, that's different. <laughs> nobody's got shoulders. Nobody's got width. Nobody's got height. And nobody's got skill like this 19-year-old. Now, it's raw, and it needs to be developed, but that that's the future, Warrior fans. And we wanted to see more of him tonight, but unfortunately, stiffness in the lower back, limited to only six points on the evening, coming off that 26-point performance against the Toronto Raptors. But I wanted to highlight Jonathan Kaminga because you never want to see players get hurt, but let's just go back in retrospect. Quite frankly, I think... In a weird way, the best thing that happened to the Warriors over the last two years, I shouldn't say that. I mean, take this with a grain of salt. But the injury, first of all, to Steph breaking the wrist, misses an entire season. Draymond missed the majority two years ago of that campaign in which they didn't make the playoffs. We know, of course, well-detailed what happened to Klay Thompson. I think that this team just played too much basketball. You go five consecutive years where you're going to the NBA Finals, and then these guys ball out during the offseason. It's just too much hoops, man. Especially as you get closer to 30 years of age, you're, you're, you're going to blow a tire. And that's what happened, you know, to Clay Thompson, unfortunately. But what's happened to the Golden State Warriors as a result is that, though, and you never want this to happen, but inadvertently, these older players, these future Hall of Famers, these core players, these icons with the Golden State Warriors that have delivered NBA championships got rest. Not only did they get rest, but that allowed the Warriors to get into the lottery. How unfair is that, NBA? They get into the lottery two consecutive years. Number two with James Weissman, and then, of course, number seven with John Kaminga, and they get Moody as well. And all of a sudden, here comes the cavalry. While you have your core returning, all of a sudden, Steph, Steph, looks like an MVP again. Draymond is playing as well, if not better, than at any point in his career. I mean, he's, he's playing like a defensive player of the year once again. And then Clay's on his way back. But, oh, yeah, we just got two lottery picks to go along with this. 
<laughs> it's almost unfair when you think about Jonathan Kaminga and what it is that he can do, not to mention Moses Moody and James Weissman, who's coming back as well. Sort of the forgotten man in all of this is James Weissman. But Weissman is coming back, and I think that he is a key. See, the thing about James Weissman is in games like tonight, you don't, you don't necessarily even need him as of right now. But you will, as I talked about, the Joker you're going to see a lot more of. Upcoming on the schedule, you got Denver and home and home, right? So you're going to get a face full of last year's MVP. But you just don't have the bodies to defend him. You just don't have anybody who's at seven feet. Now, listen, Draymond will do his part. And Draymond will D him up better than any small forward can in the league. And Kevon Looney's Kevon Looney. But Kevon Looney's no match for, for Jokic. That's when you just need height. That's when you need length. That's when you need somebody who can go eyeball to eyeball with him. Now, listen, James Weissman defensively, he's still got to develop. You know, he's still got to learn. But that's when you need a big. Not against Sacramento, not against the majority of the teams. In fact, there's only a handful. I mean, aside from Phoenix, the Joker, Joel Embiid. I mean, there's a few out there, but they're all good. And if you're going to get to the playoffs and in the postseason, you're going to see these guys. And the absence of a James Weissman could rear its head. But again, to have James Weissman, to go along with the core, to have this infusion of youth, not only youth, but the best, essentially, that the respective drafts could provide. And now you have the core intact. I'm telling you what, Warrior fans, Dub Nation, this is some special times because not only are you going to watch Steph, Draymond, and Clay get that run in an NBA title. Listen, I work shows during the summer, and everybody was saying, listen, you can't have all this youth. And then these elder players like Draymond, Steph, and Clay got to match windows. We got to make a trade. Who are we trading for? Well, now you're going to get a run at an NBA championship. You're going to get another opportunity for Steph to host the hardware and be a winner, to be a champion. And at the same time, you're building a future. So as their careers decline, guess who arises? The next generation, which just happens to be Jonathan Kaminga, James Weissman, Moody, Jordan Poole, and the list goes on. It's an exciting time. I mean, listen, Joe Lacob and company, I, I don't know if this was the design from the outset, but you struck gold here. I mean, nobody wanted to see Clay Thompson go down with an injury. Nobody wants to see Steph break his wrist. Nobody wants to see Draymond miss the majority of a season as he did two years ago. But as a result, you get two lottery picks and are arguably the best team in the NBA this year while you're developing youth. And then you have the veteran leadership as well with the likes of the return of Iguodala and the bench that consists of Bielitsa and company and Otto Porter. <laughs> It is a good time to be a Golden State Warrior fan as they take care of the Phoenix Suns tonight. 113-98 is the final score. As I mentioned, Steph finishes with 30 points, but still not shooting well from outside. And we continue on the other side. Got to take a look as to what's going on with Steph. Is this the trend of something that we can, I don't know, the beginning of the end of him shooting from outside as far as what we're accustomed to and hitting his threes with the, the level of regularity we've witnessed for the decade plus? Or is this just a guy that is off to sort of an un-Steph Curry-like beginning to the season? Time for the Steph Curry three-point update. Brought to you by Masterclass. Steph, speaking of which, has made 154 threes this season. 
Masterclass lets you learn from over 100 world-class instructors anytime, anywhere, at your pace. Get 15% off your annual membership at masterclass.com slash the game. We continue here on 95.7 The Game. More on Steph Curry. What's going on with him not shooting it? We're also going to hear from the head coach, Steve Kerr, after tonight's victory over the Sacramento Kings. This is Dan Avone. You are turned in, tuned in to Warriors Wrap-Up. We continue after this. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launcher online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast damian lee dribbles in bounce pass over to igadala lets it fly three ball left corner pocket and igadala with his 5,000th bucket in the nba chiosa Left hand drive, flipped it over to Iguodala. Sets up left corner, won't shoot. Takes it in low, double team, steps through it. Wow, oh. up and a spinning shot by Andre goes in. Look at Andre. Got seven. That was a turn the clock back Iguodala moment yes, there. it was. Now back to Warriors Wrap Up on 95.7 The Game. Hi again, everybody. It's Dan Avone along with you following the 113-98 win by the Golden State Warriors. By the way. They improved to 25-6, and six. and why is that significant? Well, I'm going to tell you. Four years ago today, 
In a year in which the Golden State Warriors went on to win the NBA championship, their record was 25-6. and six. Read into it what you will, Warrior fans. Is this a NBA championship or bust season? 888-957-9570. Win the title or it's, you know, it's a disappointment? I think so. <laughs> no doubt in my mind. You got to win that title. Because you are the best team in the NBA once again, and you got the pedigree of a team that is comprised of guys that have been the core of previous NBA championships. And while everybody, and I'm talking about a lot of people that I entrust when it comes to basketball knowledge, and I was told time and time again by the so-called quote-unquote analysts and the experts, especially during the offseason, and hosting shows here at 95.7 The Game, repeatedly I was told, it's over. It's over. It's time to move on. You can't go back. You can't have an aging core and then expect to go back and win an NBA championship after not being there for two years, after not winning it for three years. That's never happened in the NBA. That's not the way this game is played. Guess again. Because the Warriors are doing it. And they're doing it with new faces. And, you know, to be thoroughly honest with you, while, you know, they don't have KD – the depth on this team, I, I don't I don't recall them ever having this sort of depth. Now, granted, when you talk about Livingston, you talk about, you know, the Brazilian blur and 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 what these in Iguadala when he's obviously much younger, there were players that might have been more effective, but they couldn't go they couldn't go nine or ten deep. There was no there was no youth coming off the bench, locking people up, running the floor. And then springboarding for dunks and throwing it down over their domes like that at GP2. They didn't have this energy coming off the bench. This blend and this balance of experience and youth is something I don't know we have seen in recent memory, man. I really don't. And so I always say this. Well, everybody sort of handicaps. You know what you're getting with the Milwaukee Bucks. You know what the Brooklyn Nets are. Will they get to an NBA title? Well, you know, some things have to fall their way. Who knows what that nut job, you know, Kyrie Irving is thinking. The Phoenix Suns, I know what Phoenix is. I saw it last year. Good team. Good team. DeAndre Ayton's for real. You know, Booker's for real. We know what Chris Paul's at. We know Bridges is a good defender. When, when people and fans try and say, well, the Golden State Warriors are good, but, you know, this is your ceiling or this is what you might run into. Guess again, how the hell do you know? How does anybody know? I haven't seen Jordan Poole playing big games for an entire season. I have no idea what Jonathan Kaminga can do or not do towards the end of the season. <laughs> I have no idea what some of these younger players, because we have never, there's, this is still a story that's developing. Well, we know what you're going to get with Draymond, Steph, and Clay. But my point being is that these other players that are contributing, you have no idea just how good they can be the more games they get under their belt. Now, I'm not trying to look at it. I'm not trying to. If you listen to me at all here at 95.7 The Game, I'm not Homer Hank, man. I'm not, I'm not jumping on, and I'm not going French on you, speaking we, we, we the Warriors, we won tonight. Uh, you're not going to hear that from me. But you got to recognize a good team that has done it the right way in terms of the balance and the future that they have. One area of concern. Here you go, Warrior fans. Steph Curry, is this just a phase? I mean, he has been under 40% throughout the majority of the season from three-point territory. That's not Steph. Now, I just – I make reference to this 
because, you know, I hear from time to time that, hey, listen, man, you get a little bit older, age 33, and you don't, you don't shoot it like you once did. You can still shoot it. You can still be good. But that video game that was Steph Curry, the ridiculousness that we experienced and enjoyed for so many years, is that in the rearview mirror? I mean, it's Steph with the ridiculous just coming down, sidestep three, getting in those heat checks, letting it fly from everywhere, just everybody on their feet. And the minute – one of those things that the – the minute he released it, he can go back and get on D and the place going nuts because he's going straight string music. Is that is that done? Or is he going to come back? I mean, you would have to think that at some point, you know, this year he's going to have another run. But it's, you know, we're, we're getting into the season, and that Steph has not reared its head. That Steph, that unbelievable, ridiculous Steph Curry in the, the, the absolute sharpshooting from three-point territory – has been, for the most part, absent. Now, look, he scored 30 points tonight, and he's going to be, if the season were to end today, he's your MVP. But I think you Warrior fans, and I, you know, he's your MVP, and these are the people in New York and the Midwest and, you know, out in L.A., you know, they think of Steph being Steph. And, and the reason why he's the leader as far as MVP, as far if the season were to end today, it's because the Warriors are so good, and Denver is not. That's why the Joker's not going to win it. But, Warrior fans, you know what I'm talking about. Now, I know some of you will want to clap back and say, you know, because anything that's negatively sort of interpreted as far as a dig at Steph, and that's not what I'm doing. People get their back up in the air. But you know what I mean, Dub Nation. The sort of shooting that we've grown accustomed to. Have you seen it this year? I, I just haven't. And I know I'm spoiled. I know all of us are spoiled. And I guess the bigger question is, is that something that's, you know, is that in the rearview mirror when you're talking about Steph Curry? Or is he just going to simply put it into that to that next gear and just save it for, I don't know, the second half of the season? Make that crazy push as he did in the last 15 games of the season last year when he essentially said, come on, Warriors, just jump on my back. You want to go back to the playoffs? I'll take you there. I mean, is that still in him, right? It's it's still there, right? I just, I, I'm just a little curious. Just haven't, uh, haven't seen it for a while. Just want to know that Steph is still Steph. Because, you know, sometimes that stuff can, can leave you. You can't shoot like he can't. He's not going to be. He's always going to be. That dude will be 65. I'm serious. And he'll, he'll waddle out there and he'll stroke threes. That release, you, you never lose that. I don't know if you play golf. You, you, you may not play golf for, for two years. You don't lose your swing. That will always be there. But is he still going to be that guy? Is he still going to be that that ridiculous sort of shooter that we've enjoyed for so many years. Is that, is that coming back? 888-957-9570. Want to go out to the phone lines? Uh-oh. Say hello to my partner. Shamari Block. What's going on, Shamari? And I'll see you, of course, tomorrow evening. But your thoughts of the Warriors tonight? You get a chance to check out the Warriors and the Kings? I did, man. I did. And here's the thing, though, Dan. Check it out. I'm listening to you. You say, oh, what if Steph What if Steph has lost a little bit, okay? Like a, a 10% decrease in Steph Curry's <laughs> three-point shooting ability. Is that still the greatest shooter of all time? That's still like a, a 10% degradation in shooting on Steph Curry's behalf is still the greatest shooter ever. I mean, and granted, tonight, 33%, 4 for 12, not good. It's been a bad couple of weeks, and I'm not really worried about the guy, man. Hey, I, I want to give a shout-out, though. 
So um, tomorrow, me and you, we're doing our thing. And Sam, we're gonna, we got a little something extra for everybody because today marks the one-year anniversary of my first show that I did a year ago today with uh, Nick Friedle, Jim Cozumore, my 95.7 The Game debut. And me and Sam, we like kind of cook something up to, for tomorrow's show to, to commemorate the occasion. Oh, hello. Yeah, I think I heard about that on the broadcast today. In fact, I think they stopped playing and yeah. mentioned Shamari Block. It's been a year since the block has got hot. No, I, yeah, I look forward to that tomorrow, my man. It'll be Shamari and myself just going after it. I'm sure Garoppolo's name will come out. It'll be heated. We'll get into things. And this man will deliver it as, as – Unlike anybody else, as far as radio personalities here in the Bay Area, Shamari Block is my man, and the guy is, he comes at it from different angles, but he brings it each and every night. So the Warriors coming up with that. Before I let you go, my man, because I, I, I don't have you to look across at tonight, so you got to stay with me here for another minute. But just talking about the Warriors' upcoming schedule against Memphis and then the Phoenix Suns coming up on Sunday, on, or excuse me, on Saturday, on Christmas Day, uh, you know, it's, it's not getting any easier. And this is a Warrior team that offensively just, yeah, I don't know. Hasn't looked the same maybe over the last week to 10 days? I mean, it's always the success of the Warriors has always hinged upon their defense. So the offense, it comes and it goes. That, that goes for any team, right? Unless unless you got a, a Giannis that you can just throw it to and say, here, big man, put it in the bucket. Every team has ebbs and flows and peaks and valleys in their offense, but you bring that defense night in, night out, and you're going to win most of the time. Now, I don't know what the deal is with Memphis. I don't know when John Morant turned into you know, uh, his, uh, the Warriors' own personal Kobe, but I, I, I would expect <laughs> that they're going to beat the Memphis Grizzlies because they are a better team than the Memphis Grizzlies. And I don't believe it. I mean, I do believe to a degree that a team can own you, but I don't, I don't think the Grizzlies own the Warriors. They just, in, in recent times, They've gotten the best of them a couple of times. I expect that W now. I don't know. Christmas Day, whatever. The, the Suns, they're the other really, really great team in the NBA this year. But it doesn't matter because the only thing that matters is what happens in May and June. And in May and June, you're going to have playback. You'll have Wiseman. And, again, I'm not saying Wiseman's going to come out and be the admiral, okay? But if Wiseman could go out and be seven feet tall and athletic – that that makes you better. So I, you know what? So I'm excited about these next couple of games. But like, if you're a Warriors fan, it's back to the days of, of okay, I'm going to watch a regular season, but we're going to find out at the beginning of the summer. Shamari Block, the block is always hot. I will see you back here tomorrow night at this, well, not at this time. We'll have signed up, but it's seven o'clock, seven to ten. Shamari Block, Dan Avone, of course. We'll go at it, and we will give you everything in the world of sports, locally as well as nationally. And, of course, anything that's in that ridiculous head of Shamari Block will come and surface tomorrow as we celebrate his anniversary here at 95.7 The Game. Shamari, enjoy the rest of the night. I'll see you back here tomorrow. Oh, yeah, brother. Can't wait. All right, that is Shamari Block. So, you know, you're talking about a Golden State Warrior team that is – I know what Shamari's saying, that, look, it, you know – Everybody has their peaks and valleys, and there's a little ebb and flow. But this just isn't – it doesn't look like the same basketball team that got off to the 18-2 and start. Now, they're still winning games, right? Uh, it, it, they just look as though they're laboring a little bit more. And it's just not the same sort of chemistry. It's not the same sort of – you know, everybody was cutting. You know, it was just such poetry. Now, we see it time 
from time to time. Now, a lot of this can be attributed to the absence of Jordan Poole. You know, some of this can be attributed to the fact that you don't have Andrew Wiggins healthy tonight. But it's, it's just, it just seems a little askew over the last 10 games in the offense, and I think the numbers support this as well. So you just sort of wonder as to whether or not they're going to be able to get that back. I personally think that they're just trying to – they're leaking a little gas trying to get to that finish line, and the finish line being actually the starting line, and that being the return of Clay. I think the emotion and the idea that Clay Thompson is going to come back to this basketball team, which he will – that's going to be hitting the reset button and all of this. Where's Clay Thompson going to be when he rejoins the Golden State Warriors? If you're expecting to see that guy that was on the floor, if you recall, before he went down with that injury against Toronto, I mean, he, he was going off. And he, he, was, he was putting on an absolute show. And this was the absence of KD. Is it going to be that guy? You got to be patient, man. You just have to. You just you just because I don't know where he's at. He probably doesn't even know where he's at. But you got to be patient. There's going to be some, you know, some peaks and valleys with this guy. But just just his return, just him being on the floor. Think about it in terms of spacing and having another shooter. And listen, if Steph is the greatest shooter of all time, guess who's number two? That would be Clay Thompson. I know some of you want to go Ray Allen. No, 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 man. I'm just being real with you. Right now, as far as the Warriors and the way basketball is played right now, Klay Thompson, Steph Curry, if those guys get their spacing and their shooting to go with everything else in terms of that chemistry, maybe that's you know maybe that's what the Warriors are just, just hanging on to get Klay back into the mix. And it brings me to another point. You know, when I always talk about the Golden State Warriors, and it's hard when you're saying, well, what could the Warriors use? Because they're such a good team, right? I mean, it's difficult to sort of, you know, harp on or say or nitpick and try and throw back the covers and find out what you need to improve on a 25-16. and 16. But when things get sort of stuck in a team that's primarily reliant on three-point shooting, because if you go back in the day, the first time they won their NBA championship, it was the Splash Brothers, and they came onto the scene, and they played basketball like the NBA had never seen before. And then what happened? Everybody caught up. Everybody said, you know what? This is a copycat league. We're going to do it the Warriors way. Suddenly, Houston went nuts. Everybody in the NBA started hoisting threes, and it trickled on down to the collegiate level, went right down to high school, AAU, right down to you know the Boys and Girls Club where I coach as well. Everybody shoots threes. They changed the way the game's played. So people caught up to what it was that the Warriors were doing. And suddenly when the Warriors were not shooting it well from three-point territory, they got into sort of a rut. You know, there were times, believe it or not, when Steph and Clay were not accurate from three-point land. And then suddenly it just, you know, things got stuck. You got into a little rut there for, you know, five to eight minutes of a contest. And that's when I think they made the decision, let's go get KD. So that we're not just one-dimensional and relying on three-point shooting. So as it relates to this year's team, when I talk about KD, I'm talking about that player that can go get you buckets, can get you buckets when things get stuck. Somebody who can go ISO. Somebody who can clear a floor and just say, I'll give you a mid-range. I'll just shoot over you. I don't care how good your defense is. or If you want to jump out at me, I'll put it on the floor, take you off the bounce, and go right at the rack. It's the one dimension that's missing on this Golden State Warrior team. Now you're going to say, well, there's only one KD. Yeah, you're, you're doggone right there is. 
And I don't know in my lifetime if we're ever going to see a seven-footer do what this guy does. But I do know that there is the potential of having somebody who could be that ISO ball guy and somebody who can get you unstuck when you're not shooting threes and do it another way. You want to know what his name is? Sit down for this one because I know you're going to think I'm, you know, I'm sitting here drinking whiskey. Not the case. That'll be in about another 10 minutes. Jonathan Kaminga. <laughs> uh, not now, and maybe not this year, but that's what that guy, that's what the potential that that guy has. He has the ability to be that guy. He has the ability to get to the rim. He has the ability to be a game decider. I mean, he's a, he's a guy that, no, I shouldn't say a game decider. He's somebody that that can get you unglued by just simply just going ISO, playing through contact. Not shooting a three, but just simply giving you a turnaround from eight feet that he's not going to miss. Now, Andrew Wiggins gives you some of that. Andrew Wiggins can, you know, Andrew Wiggins can do that. He's a slasher as well as shooting threes. But Andrew Wiggins is not Jonathan Kaminga in terms of his physique. Now, Jonathan Kaminga certainly isn't Andrew Wiggins in terms of Andrew Wiggins' body of work, right? This, this is all conjecture when you're talking about a kid like that of J.K. We're just talking about what he could be. This is all pure, pure speculation when you're talking about Jonathan Kaminga. But it makes you salivate, doesn't it? I mean, when you think about a team that gives you that level of balance, I mean, just think about this for a second. Just stay with me here. You're always going to be able to shoot it as long as Steph is with the Golden State Warriors, and he ain't going anywhere. And Clay Thompson. You're going to be able, you're always going to be one of the best three point shooting teams. You're going to be one of the best perimeter shooting teams in the NBA. And then you can always go out and find these guys. Like, go out and find, you know, an Otto Porter. Otto Porter makes you better because he can shoot it. And he's also big. And he can go and lock people up and block shots as he did tonight. He was huge, by the way. Porter finishing with 12 points and the Warriors win, by the way. Welcome to Warriors wrap up 113 98. Warriors take it over the Sacramento Kings. But just stay with me here. So now you, you got, you're going to have your shooters. That's just the Warriors play basketball. And as long as Steph is breathing, you're going to be a better sh- you're going to be one of the best shooting teams in the NBA. But now you give me somebody who can give you a mid-range that's got the size and the strength and can play through contact like that of a Jonathan Kaminga. And now you also have a big <laughs> How do you defend the Warriors? Seriously, if James what I'm telling you Phoenix, Utah, Milwaukee, for that matter, anybody out in the East, you better hope James Weissman is a bust at number two a year ago. You better hope that James Weissman doesn't develop into anything. Because I want to know how you defend them if he does. If he becomes becomes the player or even three-quarters of the player that they envision. If you suddenly now have an inside-out game where a guy can play with his back to the basket, if a guy can put you down on the dots or post you up, and play with an interior presence like that of DeAndre Ayton. Now, he's not going to be DeAndre Ayton. But if he gives you some sort of an interior presence at seven feet tall with what this guy can do to go along with the ability to shoot from the outside, and then you throw in a Jonathan Kaminga, <laughs> what, what, yeah, what is the defense for that? Tell me. I'd like to know. Man, you could, you could dig up Red Auerbach. Hey, nobody's going to be able to defend that. Nobody. Now I'm getting ahead of myself, right? That's what happens when you sit in a studio by yourself and you're howling at the moon, Sterling. I mean, 
it's po- it's very very much possible. This is this is all, this isn't made up, right? Jonathan Kaminga is real. What we saw is real. Long road ahead for this guy. But you seen this dude? You seen this guy? Right? He's as scary as it gets. Warriors win it tonight with a final score of 113-98. Warriors improved to 25-6. and Same mark they had four years ago today when they won an NBA title. Don't forget to join us coming up tomorrow. It'll be myself, Dan Avone, and Shamari Block. We'll go 7-10, to and, of course, things begin with the morning rose, and 95-7 has got you covered throughout the entire day. For the entire crew, that being Sterling, I'm looking at Zach Chris through the glass, my man, Brian with a Y. This is Dan Avone until tomorrow evening saying so long, everybody. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.